This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's get into the quarterback rankings. Let's get a pocket. We have Justin Fields at number one this week. Right. If Can I have Josh not? Allen, if I yeah, you have to, right? Like if I yeah. have Josh Allen, if I have Mahomes, if I have Jalen Hurts, like how do you bench a quarterback who just did what he did over the last two games? Yeah, you can't. You can't. No. And, and, and it's a good matchup, right? The Falcons, you know, the Falcons, like I was looking at, at what they like, you know, their defense this year, and they haven't gone up against any rushing quarterbacks this yeah. year. So they haven't had to prepare for someone like Justin Fields like all at all. Mm-hmm. So this might get ugly in Atlanta. Yeah. And it's not just scripted runs. You know, it's not the stuff that you prepare for. You know, you can watch film all you want. You could prepare for the design QB run in the red zone. You can do that. But you can't prepare for what we saw, you know, the past two weeks. Like three defenders will get their hands on Justin Fields and just spin or shake them off or do something and just continue. He'll improvise and just go run for a 10 plus yard run play you know like every down it's just ridiculous justin fields has been on such a hot streak like almost i think almost if not more than 80 points in two weeks is ridiculous at the quarterback position and that's thanks to the rushing upside i'm not sure you could bank on i mean we probably i I think i said this last week after he ran for 60 yard touchdown he ran for another 60 yard touchdown last week you can't bank on that happening but he's a threat to take it to the house every single time he runs the ball which is weird to say about a quarterback but i I think I think that Justin Fields, yeah, he he is the number one QB right now, um, especially the way the defense is playing. You know, the defense uh, on the Bears has been allowing a lot of points, and it's just been keeping them in high-scoring shootouts, you know, these past two games. That's helped a lot, too. The game script is really good for Justin Fields. Yeah, man. Um, and his receivers also have a good ma- good matchups this week, too. Like, Darnell Mooney has a great matchup against Atlanta secondary, so there is some upside for him to throw a touchdown or two in yeah. this game. Uh, so we got Patrick Mahomes at number two against the Chargers. Great matchup. Uh, Josh Allen at home against Cleveland. Obviously, we talked about that. He's still a little bit banged up uh, with that elbow injury. Uh, he did get a limited practice in on Wednesday. But like I mentioned earlier, if you missed it, you know, this Browns-Bills game in Buffalo, they're expecting a shit ton of snow, like three to six feet of snow, potentially. And the NFL is considering moving that game. And we might find out tomorrow if that'll be the case. So if, yeah. if they move it, cool. Like if they don't move it and the conditions are supposed to be rough, I'm still playing Josh Allen because he'll likely rush a lot, but I'm still downgrading him a little bit. And you're going to have to yeah. downgrade the wide receivers as well. You can upgrade the running backs a little bit, maybe um, upgrade the defenses for sure. Yeah. Cause there probably will be interceptions and fumbles in this game. Um, if they do play it in Buffalo. 
Um, they did move a game that happened in Buffalo like several years back. Um, but yeah, so just keep that in mind. We, we're going to have to monitor the situation. Hopefully, they make a decision on Friday. Yeah. Do you think if they move if they move this game, you know, Buffalo and Cleveland, if they move it to a neutral site where it's not three, six feet of snow on the ground, would Josh Allen reclaim number one, the number one spot or no? No. You're leaving Justin Fields there. Yep. I am. I'm also leaving Patrick Mahomes there. So, so this is assuming this is not accounting for the snow. These Rams. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is not accounting for the snow. I'm still having Justin Fields at number one. I st- I'm still having Patrick Mahomes at number two because of the matchup and because Josh Allen still is a little bit banged up with that elbow. Yeah, so I don't right. expect the full Josh Allen this week, regardless. Even though he's still running it like Josh Allen. Yes. <laughs> Even though he's still running with Josh Allen. Yeah. 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 Um, Jalen Hurts at number four. Uh, he's the default like top four running back because of his rushing ability. But running back. you know, <laughs> losing <laughs> top four quarterback, sorry, because of his rushing ability. Uh, but losing Dallas Goddard does suck. And yeah. you know, that's gonna he's, he might take a hit because of that. And his receivers are a little bit banged up right now, too. Both both uh Devontae Smith and AJ Brown are a little bit banged up, you know, specifically, you know, um AJ Brown. Devontae Smith. Oh. <laughs> okay. AJ Brown. Both, no, I heard that he had a twisted ankle and that he he was you know, Did AJ Brown practice yesterday? I don't know. I didn't see that. I, I should pull that up. I, I, I know seen... that Devontae Smith was limited in practice yesterday. Um, oh. but we can we can pull up the Eagles practice report real quick. Let's let's let's, let's take a, a quick look at that. Um he was limited, it says. What AJ Brown was? Said. Yeah, I think it says right here on the sleeper report. Yep. No, uh, yep, you were absolutely right. Yep. Yep. Both yeah, so... AJ Brown and Devontae Smith were limited. Devontae Smith with a knee and AJ Brown with an ankle. Something to keep an eye on. I, I don't think either of them are going to be held out. Um, no. AJ Brown did come back into the game, but it looked like he was, you know, suffering a little bit um, from that injury. He didn't look exactly as dynamic, but I, I think a week off, I think he'll be fine. I'm not expecting either of them to not play. I would be surprised if they didn't. Um, and even yeah. still, you know, I, I think Jalen Hurts, even if one of them wouldn't play, I mean, AJ Brown would hurt a lot more, I think, than Devontae Smith. But if Devontae Smith didn't play, I think I'd be okay with Jalen Hurts at four anyway, even missing Dallas Goddard. Okay. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow at Pittsburgh this week. Uh, good matchup on paper, but man, this defense rises to the occasion randomly, right? Like, they're very hard to predict. Like, they'll give up three touchdowns to A.J. Brown one week and then absolutely destroy a team without Mika Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's, the, it's weird. The difference was T.J. Watt. I mean, yeah, he was back true. last week. He makes yeah. such a huge difference, and you know, obviously I love Micah Parsons, but T.J. Watt is just ridiculous. The impact that he has on the entire off, not offense, defense, like they're, they're a different team when he plays. It's just ridiculous. So TJ Watt's playing. I'm not saying he's going to wreck the game for the Bengals, but it's definitely a much harder matchup with TJ Watt playing against playing against them. And Joe Burrow has been sacked a lot this season. Yeah, and and, and Pittsburgh is at home as well. Yeah. Um, jo- Lamar Jackson, I have met six. Um, he hasn't shown the ceiling that we've grown accustomed to, uh, but destroying Carolina at home is definitely in his range of outcomes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you want to start him over Joe Burrow, if you want to start him over Jalen Hurts, I get it. But I'm not, personally. I, I would be disappointed if Lamar Jackson didn't have a good game. I mean, he's had decent games. The floor has been very good. It's just we have become, like you said, accustomed to a very high ceiling, a very high quality of performance from Lamar Jackson as far as fantasy points go. He hasn't hit that recently. You got to think it's coming at some point. Um, I don't think he's gone over... 24 points in the past five or six weeks. I mean, at well, least he's only, he's only hit 20 points for 20 fantasy points in four point pass and touchdown scoring once since like week three. 
Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's been a rough go of it. At, at, you know, by his standards, any other quarterback could be like, oh yeah, that, that's a solid solid QB two. You know, um, but we know what his upside is. We keep putting him up here because of that. Um, and you can't not rank him up here because of that. So I, I think that Lamar Jackson, he he better have a good game this week. I, I think he will because this is Carolina. They're a very beatable team. Um, they could pull away quickly. And if I'm not mistaken, they're playing against an old division foe in Baker Mayfield at quarterback. So that 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 could be you know adds a little skin in the game. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Dak Prescott at seven here. Um against Minnesota. This is a great matchup for him, you know, and his weapons, you know, Justin Herbert at eight moving up against the chiefs. You know, like I said, we're not sure if he's getting his weapons back. Gerald Everett's also banged up a little bit too. So keep that in mind, you know, when you have Justin Herbert out there, Uh, but I, but I think he'll be solid, you know, in a potentially negative game script against the chiefs. Like I'm, I'm okay starting him this week. Yeah. I'm okay. Starting Justin Herbert too. I think we'll start to see him kind of move up these rankings a little bit more because of his solid schedule, you know, these next four weeks. Um, as his receivers come back, I think we'll see him move up because of that too. But this might be the last week where you're like scratching your head as to why Justin Justin Herbert isn't having that upside that he had. Um, uh, the receivers will be coming back. This might be the last week. The matchup is good, and that's really, you know, what you want to bet on. Kansas City and the Chargers, they always have good games. I mean, that's the way it's been since Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes have been there. Um, if you remember last, was it last, last year? Yeah. They played on Thursday night and it was big games all around for them. Obviously Mike Williams was playing in that game and I'm not sure if it was Keenan Allen. He might, he might've been, but yeah, he was Justin Herbert. You know, I, I think he has a good matchup and that's all you really got to look for with him. He he's, he's a middle of the pack starter, but you know, he, he's good. He, he'll, he'll get the job done. They got Jimmy G at nine against Arizona. Uh, he has the weapons. It's a solid matchup. Right, so I'm I'm cool starting Jimmy G. It's crazy that Jimmy G is actually like in my top ten here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I ha- like I said, like I mentioned before, Aaron Rodgers at number ten. He was a QB ten last week, uh, which was his first QB one finish of the year. Um, I think that can continue. You know, with Christian Watson. You know, don't forget about Alan Lazard and Aaron Jones. Most solid quarterbacks have done well against the Titans from a fantasy perspective. So I'm cool starting him. Um, and we got Daniel Jones against Detroit at eleven. He came through last week, and in another good matchup, he can come through again. That rushing upside is there, um, and this is a good matchup at home. Yeah, against the Lions defense, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, they've kind of been getting torn apart. We just saw what Justin Fields did to them, and while Daniel Jones isn't necessarily the rusher or the passer that Justin Fields is, in my eyes, you know, he's still going to give them trouble, um, especially with Saquon Barkley. They're going to be, you know, selling out to stop him. They don't have to really worry about the receivers too much, I don't think, but Daniel Jones can get done with his legs. And he should be a good, solid start for you because of his rushing upside. He only had 24 yards carrying last week, which was kind of interesting to me, especially against Houston's defense. So we'll see how that goes against Detroit this week. But um, I, I think that he has a chance to come through pretty pretty nicely for you. I mean, he's not going to leave you out to dry. He, he's no, had a so. really nice floor all season. And it's not like a 10-point floor. He's a 15, 16-point floor. Yeah. At number 12, we have Marcus Mariota against Chicago. Good matchup, right? So I think he crack, cracks the top 12 despite 
you know, looking not so good last Thursday night. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins at 13 against Dallas. Tough matchup, but he has weapons, right? And he's at home. So I'm okay starting him against Dallas. Do you think you think the Dallas defense's defense gets the gets the edge here, or you think Kirk Cousins can get it done? Uh, the Vikings offense is playing too well, you know, for me to say that the Dallas defense gets the edge with Dalvin Cook being there too. You know, it allows the offense to be a lot more balanced. Um, Kirk Cousins doesn't have extreme upside. You know, the way Justin Jefferson fares kind of dictates the way Kirk Cousins fares in terms of fantasy. Um, but Justin Jefferson is on his terror right now. I think he's going to continue that against Dallas. Um, one thing to note is that Dallas's defense has been statistically much worse with Dak Prescott playing at quarterback than with Cooper Rush playing at quarterback. There were splits. I forget. I saw the exact stats. I'll, I'll see what see if I could find that as we go through the show. But the, it, it, it's statistically a lot worse, this Cowboys defense, when Dak is playing. So this could be you know another fantasy shootout. We saw that with the Green Bay and Dallas last week. So I think Kirk Cousins have a good game. And one thing with Marcus Mariota, you know, before we go forward a little bit more, uh, he's kind of he's worrying me a little bit to the point where if you saw some of the decisions he was making on Thursday night last week against Carolina, that the Falcons might start thinking maybe it's time to put Desmond Ritter in and see what we have. I, I think that might kind of be on the horizon if he has another bad game. So just keep that in your back pocket. You know, if you want to pick him up on waivers, maybe next week, I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see how he plays, but. As long as the Falcons are losing, the more they lose, I think the closer we get to maybe seeing Desmond Ritter coming in one of these games. So just yeah. a little word of caution on Mariota moving forward. I, I no, I, I I hear that. I mean, it was definitely a bad game from him for him. You know, it was a short week. We'll see yeah. if he's able to get it done in a good matchup. Uh, I've Colin Murray here at number fourteen. You know, assuming that he does play, I, I don't I don't trust him too much this week. You know, with him a little bit banged up and going up against the 49ers. is this is this too low? For Colin Murray? Not with – in context, you know, it makes perfect sense. If someone showed me this <clears throat> at this point, you know, when – if Kyler Murray is healthy, I'd say no. Um, this is way too low. But the way that Kyler Murray seems to be trending, you know, he might not play. And then if he does play, he'll be limited against the 49ers defense, you know, which is really good. I don't think this is too low at all. I think that his ceiling is significantly capped by both the injury and the matchup to the point where the guys above him <laughs> – I never thought I'd be saying – I'd start Daniel Jones over Kyler Murray, but this week I think that's going to be the case. Yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it'll be tough it for me to put Kyler Murray in my lineup this week, and, yeah. and also you have to wait until Monday night. You might not know um, until Monday on Monday, like whether Kyler Murray is even going to play yeah. or not. Does it feel like we've had a bunch of these situations where it's like, is he going <laughs> to play? Maybe he'll play, but it's a Monday night game, and you get screwed if you don't have him. Like Mark yeah. Andrews was last week. Um, yeah. I forget we had it with another big name earlier this season. It's just. It seems like we've had this this issue a lot this season, more than more than usual. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jared Goff against the Giants uh, at number fifteen. Um, Taylor Heineke against Houston. He was named the starter for this week. Andy Dalton at home against the Rams at seventeen. Russell Wilson at home against the Raiders at eighteen. Followed by Matt Jones and Matt Ryan to close out the top twenty. Any yeah. comments on those guys? Um, no, not really. Taylor Heineke, I kind of like a a little bit more, maybe. Um, then Jared Goff, maybe the Giants defense is a little bit good. It, it, it's, it's been all right. So Taylor Heineke has been playing pretty well and against Houston, which is a pretty bad defense. I, I think you play more Kyler? If Kyler Murray plays, I think I'd start him over Taylor Heineke. But, you know, obviously if he doesn't, I, I think Taylor Heineke could slide in at 14, you know, if it came down to it. If Kyler okay. Murray didn't play, that's where I'd put okay. him. 
I, I, I think Jared Goff should be underneath Taylor Heineke, though. That's just okay. Me. There we go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 